the voice of Niagara. News Talk 610, CKTB. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass, there's a real place. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Good boy. Sit. Stay. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Dog Talk, everyone. Glad you could be here with us. Ask me if I'm enjoying myself with my new puppy named Betty. Well, yes, I am. Thank you for asking. Betty's a Labrador retriever. She comes from Cedar Bay Labs in the Port Colburn area. And uh, she has turned three months old today. She is adorable. Now, of course, she has her baby teeth. So she is, uh, you know, mouthing, uh, which is really a polite way of saying biting your hands and toes. (laughs) She is mouthing and uh, she has sore gums. And so we don't squeeze her mouth closed and we don't smack her on the nose We don't shout at her. What we do is we're constantly redirecting her toward her Kong toy and her Nyla bone. So every time she uh, she's mouthing, you know, I'll say this sound and it sounds like this. (coughs) So I'll say (coughs) when her teeth are on my hand or on my toes. And so that will startle uh, little Betty and she'll stop right in her tracks and look up at me, and that's when I'll take her toy and put it in her mouth and encourage her to bite that. So so, uh, you have to interrupt, and you have to redirect them. So all together on the count of three, your best at. Ready? One, two, three. Right? Because at works better than in my opinion. And for those that are fortunate enough to see the live Dog Talk radio show broadcast on Facebook. You can see a picture of my little Betty Boop right there on the screen. Yellow Labrador Retriever enjoying the big ball. It's probably way too big for her mouth. Housebreaking's going well. Uh, We're crate training her. She's never had an accident in the house. Oh, excuse me. She did have one little pee-pee. That was my fault. But 99.9% uh, of the time, she is urinating and defecating outdoors on the grass where she should be. And she's never dirtied in her crate. She's never pooped or peed in the crate. She's good. And she will sleep for seven and a half hours in her crate. That is so great for such a young puppy. Um, yes, I have become obsessed with my new Labrador Retriever, Betty. In fact, I, I took a picture of myself sitting by my my little fire pit in my backyard, and and I took a picture of uh, of Betty looking at the fire. 
Then I sent it to my daughter, Nina. And I said, look, look at Betty staring at the fire. And my daughter said, you're obsessed. <laughs> so, yeah, I certainly am the puppies that they bring a lot of happiness to our lives. And uh, I'm just absolutely ecstatic that we have a new puppy. And I'm so happy that we acquired her from the Cedar Bay Labs uh, because Cedar Bay Labrador Retrievers, they are producing outstanding Labrador Retrievers. They really are. As I said, uh, Cedar Bay Labrador Retrievers, check them out online. And they're in the Port Colborne area. You can see by the picture there, Betty just staring at the fire. Wow. So she's going to make a good camping dog. I just know it. Well, we're going to talk dogs. We're going to talk dog rescues. We're going to talk with Kathy Bierman. Kathy is no stranger to the Dog Talk radio show. She's been on the program with me before. She is the founder and the president of Tales of the North Dog Rescue. Welcome back to the show, Kathy. Hi, Dave. Happy Monday. Thanks for having us back. Yeah, it's my pleasure and happy Monday to you. You probably heard me go on and on about my new Labrador Retriever puppy named Betty. And we're friends on Facebook, so I'm sure you've seen me go a little picture happy. I have. I think anyone with a dog nowadays, whether it's rescue or bought from a breeder, is always going to be um, super proud of that dog, right? Um, yeah. Constantly posting, so no need to. We are. Yes, we are. And also when you go to get your hair done, hairdresser, hairstylist, barber, you know, they've always got pictures. If they're a pet owner, they got pictures of their cat and their dog right there. With Debbie and I being empty nesters, we're really enjoying having a dog in the house. Yeah, absolutely. I think it makes your, it's your biggest joy and your biggest heartbreak, right? At the same time when you lose one. So um, an empty house without a dog, it's just missing that piece of your puzzle, right? So definitely you're, understand. <laughs> you got it. You're a big time uh, dog lover. Uh, what about your own personal pets? Can we start with you talking about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I have three of my own dogs and then we always have a foster here, right? So there's always four in this house. Um, and then I have two cats as well. So um, I have a 10-year-old wiener dog named Winston. I have a six-year-old beagle from the Kentucky Kill Shelter named Melody. She came from our friends at Pets Alive Niagara when I was with them on fostering and volunteering. And then I also have a 14-year-old coonhound that came from Kentucky as well. She was um, bred in an ex-hunting dog, and she's also from Pets Alive Niagara too. So our friends over there, um, again, always have that foster dog. And then I have two adopted cats from the Lincoln Humane Society. So, Very nice. Yeah. And you've got a very supportive man at your side, Spencer. Yes, Spencer's amazing. Um, anyone um, that hears me talk about him, he's always supportive. I also have a huge volunteer base with our rescue now, too, with Tales of the North. And I have um, my mom that we refer to as grandma without having kids that always watches the dogs when we're going away. And without her, um, we wouldn't be able to do what we do today, um, Spencer and I and our whole gang at Tales of the North. Now, when was Tales of the North Dog Rescue launched? When was it established? We were only established in May of 2022. So we had all our charity paperwork was received in April. And then we launched officially, I guess it was April 28th, but our first dogs came in on May 1st. Yeah. And where did your first dogs come in from? Where did you acquire your first dogs? Do you remember? Yes, absolutely. Um, so one of our directors, Dale Bear, a lot of people will know her um, yeah. from Pet Value and her years and her spouse's um, Donna's 
years in rescue. We're so grateful to have her with our rescue. Um, she brings them in from the Bahamas. So those were our first um, few. We had a little puppy come in named B. Her name is now Brie, like the cheese, and she's living in Niagara-on-the-Lake and living her best life with her family there. It's nice, too, when you can keep up with up to date with, you know, how they're doing nowadays and you stay in contact with the ones that adopt your dogs and you get the feedback. It's uh, it's very rewarding, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, with my profession being in the legal field, my normal nine to five day job, um, not volunteer or rescue, we definitely protect our dogs when they're signing that adoption agreement, Dave. So we want that contact. We're not a rescue that's just going to say, too bad, any issue that comes up a year, a week, 10 years down the road is your problem. We're definitely so supportive. We have the knowledge base. We have our community support with trainers like yourself, Dave, um, and let's use that knowledge base to our best advantage to help that family and their dog, right? Yeah. How many volunteers and members does the, uh, does the organization have to date? So we have a board of directors of six that does include myself and then other volunteers were probably around a total of, of anywhere from 12 to 15 i'd say right now of active volunteers how many dogs have you adopted to date so 63 since that may 1st date of 2022 yeah really really tremendous support of support um it's overwhelming to be honest and i try not to get emotional at all times um it honestly, it's just overwhelming the amount of people that waited for us to launch, waited for us to be that responsible rescue in the area. And they see us working together with our partner rescues too, right? One dog adopted is one dog less on the streets or less needing a home. I don't care if it comes from Tales of the North or another rescue in the area, right? It's one less dog that needs a home. Certainly. And you, uh, you your organization, um, you know, you network uh, with other dog rescues and your friends with other dog rescues and and it's all for the betterment of the dog. Absolutely. I think in 2023 that's how it should be. Um there seems to be one side of each coin, right? And we're on the side that it is supporting the other rescues. So the more dogs again or animals that you can get out there and network and try to get them a home or if there's an owner surrender and we don't have room, we network to our friends that I would consider friends because we're all actioning to save dogs or animals. Now, for those that don't know, Tales of the North Dog Rescue and your, your entire team, from what I can understand, you're all based out of the Niagara region of Ontario. Most of us are. Um, we have one director that's not. So I think that works out to be out of the six of us that are directors, 84% would be in Niagara region. Most of our volunteers are Niagara region based, though. So I would say we do have a couple of fosters that go all the way to the GTA, but um majority of that core is in Niagara. Kathy, we're going to take a short break. I'm looking forward to talking with you about all kinds of things. Uh, and if you're just joining us now, um, Kathy Bierman is with us. She is the founder and the president of Tales of the North Dog Rescue. We've got lots to talk about. I'm Dave McMahon. This is Dog Talk. Take a short break. We'll come right back. I went to the zoo. Just the other week, saw the kangaroo, had a talk with the chimpanzee. 
Well, the highways surrounding St. Catharines and the Niagara region wide open tonight. You will see some slight delays on the QEW Niagara around a centennial, everything before and after that moves well. Toronto Mount QEW very heavy through Mississauga from Aaron Mills Parkway into the 427. 403 eastbound backed up at Dundas. 403 westbound delays from Maine to the link. Aside from that, rest of the major highways looking good and problem free. On KFC Tuesdays, you can get two pieces of original recipe dark meat chicken or tenders for only $2.99 for a limited time only on Tuesdays. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKTB Time Saver Traffic next in 15 minutes. We'll see some rain showers ending late this evening, then cloudy for the overnight hours. There is a slight chance of some more rain showers or even flurries. Winds calming down and the low going down to three. Tomorrow, another cloudy day, slight chance of some rain showers or flurries with a high going up to six. Sunshine returns on Wednesday, high of 12. Thursday, mix of sun and cloud, a chance of some showers with a high of 16. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTV. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. <laughs> Fluffy, you just want to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 6, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Has your pet been a couch potato this winter and gained some winter weight? Do you want your pet to be able to run and play comfortably with friends this spring? The nutrition and fitness specialists at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Centre can help. With nutrition counselling and personalised exercise programs in their gym or pool, they can get your pet fit for spring and summer. Call now to book your appointment at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Centre at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcentre.ca. Enjoy peace of mind and protect your pet with an Invisible Fence brand Boundary Plus or GPS system. Call Steph and Mark at 905-646-9944. Your authorized Invisible Fence brand dealers in Niagara and Haldeman. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Hey, hello to Suki, everyone. Hi, Suki. Our studio cat. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm here with Kathy Beerman. She is the founder and the president of Tales of the North Dog Rescue. And uh, we're happy to have Kathy back on the program. Uh, Kathy, some of the dogs that you acquire are owner surrender, I understand. Right? Yes. And... Um, for those that don't know, can you give a couple of examples of why someone might surrender a dog to your rescue? Sure. Um, so there's categories of, I would say, silly reasons, but at the end, they're all a reason and they're trying to better their dogs, right? And thankfully, there's the help of rescues nowadays to be able to step in if they have the resources to do so, Dave, and the foster base to accept that dog. Some of the main reasons we're seeing right now are the dogs are getting larger than they thought they were. So some of them are buying dogs um, from specific breeders where they're being sold as micro golden doodles or things like that. And they're becoming 65 pound golden doodles and they just didn't have the room for uh, them in a condo in Toronto, for example. 
um, energy level as well, or lack of training is another thing. So um, whether it's eliminating in the house, which we heard you say, Betty's a master of, so a master of not doing, sorry, yes, let yes. me say that. Yes, ours is the opposite. So we would need help, right? And we have um, approached your training facility before for help when it comes to dogs. We're just out of a knowledge base to help with, right? So it's almost at the point where I guess it's just too much for that family. It's too much of what they took on and they didn't really realize or do their research on what they were getting into when they brought a dog into their home, whether that was a, a dog brought from a breeder or one rescued, right? Where they consult us to surrender. Yeah. Any other reasons why someone might want to surrender their dog to a rescue? There's aggressiveness, things like that as well. Like you're typical, right? We haven't seen any specifically. We do an assessment when they are um, filling out our form for surrendering. Um, we haven't seen anything that is too bad yet that we can't handle, but you have to also um, rationalize if you have the equipment and the tools to deal with aggressive dogs. If not though, again, with our rescue partners and our friends that do have the repository to deal with it, we would consult them. So those are the main ones that I've seen. Yeah. And how would you say your relationship is with local humane societies? Pretty good? Yeah, I wouldn't say we have a negative relationship with them by any means. Um, I think they're coexisting and they're here for the city, which is a huge need for any of the Niagara communities, whether it's um, Lincoln County, who's in Fort Erie as recently as of last year, um, Niagara SPCA, any of those, right? At the end of the day, they're all like-minded people that are putting the benefits of the animals at the forefront. And if they do that and they continue to do that and we do that, there's no reason why we can't coexist or have any negative or any sort of um, interaction with them other than something positive, right? There's a need for dog rescues and good dog rescues like yours. And there's a need for the humane societies as well. Absolutely. And they can coexist together, right, in unison to help the animals. Now, you have mentioned uh, about some of the dogs that your group has acquired have come from Bahamas. Are there any other countries where you have uh, acquired dogs from and brought them here and put them up for adoption? Absolutely. So there are um, some international countries we're dealing with. Um, as recently as of September last year, um, Canada Customs did put a ban on some dogs, importing them into the country, whether um, it was for rescue or for sale. So um, we were dealing with a rescue in the Dominican Republic. Um, they have now been on the list, so we've had to hold those um, pulling or operations to bring them into Canada. We deal with Bahamas, like I mentioned. Um, we also deal with the United States, so Texas, um, and then Canada as well, right? There's always a need in Canada, and honestly, when there's a dog, they'll find us, and it's honestly at the point where you now need to weigh which dog you're saving, right, for the benefit of all of them. So just trying to weigh the pros and the cons when you do pull a dog and the resources you have in Canada with the resources you have in that country as well. Now, when you acquire a dog and you bring the dog into Canada, how soon does your group have that dog uh, seen by a veterinarian? They go immediately right into a veterinarian. So um, whether we pull from a kill shelter or they're stray on the street, Immediately to me, within 24 to 48 hour window, Dave, we do have a foster and a volunteer base in those countries as well. So we're a completely not kennel facility. Our dogs aren't being brought into Canada unless there's an active and an open foster home home open. Um, we will not take a dog and just bring them into Canada and put them into a boarding facility. It's just we're not able to responsibly learn about the dog that way. 
and it's just not a responsible thing to do as a rescue to put them immediately into a boarding kennel. But within 24 to 48 hours, they go to the vet. And then I'd say before they come to Canada, they're probably at the vet another three to four times, Dave. That's majority of where our funds go. And they're, they're vaccinated, they're examined, they're checked for parasites, everything. Yeah, so they get a full fecal, um, they get their vaccine, so all their puppy vaccines, which you're probably going through with Betty right now. Um, if of age, they get their rabies. We do their 40X blood work, which is the tick-borne diseases and heartworm, to make sure they don't have that. If they do have that, they're treated, spayed or neutered, microchipped, flea and tick and heartworm preventative while with us. I hope that you have a veterinarian that's kind to you and your group and gives you a bit of a discount. We do. We have amazing vets um, in this area as well as in the States. Um, they try their best to do what they can with um, the resources they have. But definitely, I would say more so in the States, there's more of a, a need and a response to give discounts to Canadian rescues than there is in Canada. But we also have an amazing um, vet in Stony Creek as well that helps us out. It's important, too, that the public understand, like anything, there's good and bad. There's a lot of great dog rescues. And there are some... Uh, people that are masquerading as dog rescues, and I'm sure you've heard of this before, whereby they claim to be a dog rescue, um, and uh, they're really not. You know, they're just, I don't know how they're getting dogs, but they're just getting dogs and selling dogs. And that's certainly not the case with uh, Tales of the North Dog Rescue. You guys have an outstanding reputation, and I know uh, many of the people on your team. Do you think there's a lot of those people out there that are masquerading as dog rescues and it's just a a big racket you're gonna put my foot in my mouth here dave but i think it's something that we we've been vocal about speaking out about to begin with we won't name names but there are ones that are operating as mom and pop brick and mortar shops that they are actioning by rescuing but they're doing it in the inappropriate way where their funds aren't on the books and every penny spent you can't see right by the public so definitely makes you question as to why that is. However, that being said, there are some that just don't want to do the paperwork to do that, but they are doing the right things for the animals and saving them, right? So definitely, I would say, um, without naming names, um, ask. When you're going to a rescue, ask for the paperwork. Ask for the charity status. Ask for their not-for-profit status. Those are two different things in Ontario and in Canada, and you should either have one of the two. And if you don't, then I would ask what you're supporting. And I had a feeling you'd have great advice, and that is great advice. And I thank you for telling my listeners that. I thought it was worthwhile bringing up. Absolutely. I think it's a, it's a huge thing we're seeing in Niagara specifically, Dave, but I'm sure it's elsewhere as well. Now, um, is your rescue primarily handling dogs, or, or do you do some cats as well? No, we haven't um, ventured into cats. I don't think we will. Um, I think our, our main friends with Pets Alive Niagara do an amazing job when it comes to cats, and the local humane societies do a wonderful job with small animals, dogs, and cats. So I don't think um, we see a need specifically for it. So we're just going to stick with dogs, which is our forte, and be able to execute that at the finest that we can. You've got a long history yourself with, uh, with rescues. And uh, you've been with different rescues, as you've mentioned prior to uh, founding and, and creating your own successful rescue with an amazing team of volunteers. I know quite a few of them, great people. Um, so what I wanted to know is how many rescues do we have, let's say, in the Niagara region of Ontario, ballpark, that you would say are reputable rescues? Three or four? Or two or, th um, two or yeah. three? Four or five? 
I'd say probably four, including ourselves. That would be reputable. And my definition of reputable would be with the proper paperwork. Yeah. 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 That, that would have been my guess as well. Mm-hmm. We've got lots of things to chat about today. We're going to be talking about uh, some dogs that you have up for adoption. We want to talk about some current initiatives, recent initiatives, and we want to talk about some fundraising events that uh, Tales of the North Dog Rescue have coming up. We want to talk about the wish list because every nonprofit organization has a wish list of things they need. And there are things that you guys need and I want you to tell our listeners what it is that you need and how they can donate, which will be great. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with more dog talk with me, Dave McMahon. I'm here with Kathy Bierman. She's the founder and president of Tales of the North Dog Rescue. You're listening to Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. We're coming right back. Don't take Enjoy peace of mind and protect your pet at home with a Boundary Plus or GPS system from Invisible Fence Brand. Contact Steph and Mark today at InvisibleFence.com. Your authorized Invisible Fence Brand dealers in Niagara and Haldeman. If you've injured your back from gardening, learn how chiropractic care can help with Dr. Tony Barcelona and Dr. Megan West in the feature section at 610CKTB.com. Brought to you by West Niagara Chiropractic and Wellness Center in Grimsby. Legendary singer-songwriter Chris DeBerg. Sing with me! His songs, stories, and hits, Canadian Tour comes to St. Catharines. Saturday, April 22nd, Meridian Center. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. Performing all his classic hits. Chris DeBerg Live. Produced by S2BN and Donald K. Donald. Is dancing. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. <laughs> Fluffy, you just wanted to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 6, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Well, our quiet drive's been interrupted with a new collision on Highway 140 southbound at East Main. You'll see a bit of a backup there. Looks like a new issue, though. QEW Nagarman at Ford Drive. All of a sudden, a backup building through Oakville. Once you get through that, it opens up. Toronto Mount QEW moves well from St. Catharines over the Burlington Skyway, but some volume around Mississauga Road. 403 eastbound busy at Dundas. 403 westbound slow at Main. And some volume on the westbound 401 at Highway 24. On KFC Tuesdays, you can get two pieces of original recipe dark meat chicken or tenders for only $2.99 for a limited time only on Tuesdays. I'm Chris McKee, 610 CKDB, Time Saver Traffic. We'll see some rain showers ending late this evening, then cloudy for the overnight hours. There is a slight chance of some more rain showers or even flurries. Winds calming down and the low going down to three. Tomorrow, another cloudy day, slight chance of some rain showers or flurries with a high going up to six. Sunshine returns on Wednesday, high of 12. Thursday, mix of sun and cloud, a chance of some showers with a high of 16. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTB. 
Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. My daddy worked construction. My brother too. He got me in the union. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Our Dog Talk sponsors include Pet Food Outlet, Maine West Animal Hospital, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, the Invisible Fence of Niagara Company. So hats off to our Dog Talk uh, radio show sponsors. And, uh, and me, Dave McMahon, owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls. If you want to join my dog obedience classes, please take a trip to my website. It's davemcmahon.ca. So it's www.davemcmahon.ca. You can email me directly through the website. We have uh, group obedience classes, private lessons, all kinds of fun stuff for you and your dog. And we have new classes starting in May. So uh, get on board. Take a trip to our website again, davemcmahon.ca, and I can help you with your dog. So waiting patiently, uh, Kathy Bierman, founder, president of Tales of the North Dog Rescue. Uh, I know we've got lots to cover. Kathy will be with us till 6.59 p.m. tonight, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, of course, you need volunteers. You need, you know, people power. You need woman power. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so categories of volunteer work. My question to you is, Kathy, um, do you have specific volunteers that might just be able to help with transporting dogs? Uh, if you could talk maybe about some of the categories of the volunteer work uh, that who might be considering volunteering for your great group. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the main things we see, Dave, if I can just address it, is that people, they don't know how to help, right? And we're not here to say you have to fit every checklist when it comes to volunteering. Anything is better than nothing. And we get a lot of times at our events, people just cover their ears and walk by because they don't want to hear the horror stories of the situation of the dogs. They don't want to hear anything that's negative, but we're realists, right? We have to say that story. And that's what helps us get the next dog adopted. And by that dog being adopted, it not only opens up that home or sorry, it gets into a home, it opens up a second home for a second dog for us to save, right? So um, whether it's, I would say adopting is volunteering, right? If you can't volunteer, you don't have the capacity, but you have the capacity to adopt, I would definitely put that as a category. Fostering is one of the main ones. And I think you'll hear every rescue say that they need fosters. There's never enough, Dave. 
So um, one thing with fostering, everything's paid for. So your dogs, uh, sorry, the foster dogs, vet visits, transport. We have volunteers, like you just said, that run transport to take them to their medical appointments, bring them back to your house. Literally, you don't lift a finger. You're literally just showing that dog endless TLC and that love and nurture and able to train it, right, as well. So whether we do put it in programs with you, Dave, or we do our training at home with our own fosters, we just, we try to get the dog as adoptable as they can be. And that's one thing with being a foster base, not in kennels, we're able to do, right, and put the time and effort into them, whether they're in Texas and in foster, and then they come into Canada into foster, vice versa. So we have adopting as a volunteer opportunity, fostering, transportation. So again, transportation to events. Sometimes our fosters are working. They can't bring that dog to a particular adoption event. You take the dog for the day for the two to three hours of the event, right? Um, Medical appointments for transport. There's numerous ways to volunteer. There's processing adoption applications, which is literally just calling a vet, calling references, sending emails out. Anything we can take for volunteers, we will. Um, unfortunately, though, we're, ju- we're just not getting a lot of them. And I think every rescue is in that position right now. Now, please tell our listeners if they were interested in possibly finding out more about the volunteer work uh, with your organization, how could they reach you? Absolutely. So we're on Instagram and Facebook. So it's either hashtag or at Tales of the North Dog Rescue. And then our website as well. So talesofthenorth.ca. Or feel free to look at any of our events. Come out and give us a chat face-to-face. We love that interaction, and we're not we're not scared, and we're not mean. We're not going to shut anything down. We're open to any volunteers. And again, we're 100% volunteer rescue. So just because I have the fancy name of president and founder doesn't make me better than anyone that's on our team. Oh, very nice. And you're welcoming, and you're a warm group of people, and uh, you're, you're out for the betterment of helping these animals. Absolutely. We like to think we are, right? And I think, um, like you said, our reputation speaking volumes with um, the community and how we're getting out there. Kathy, this is one of the topics I had made a note of that we were going to talk about. Many years ago, I read an article online called The Black Dog Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And in <laughs> fact, in fact, I had a lady who wrote one of the great articles about the Black Dog Syndrome join me on Dog Talk to tell our listeners all about it. But, it, you know, that, that was great. But now, if you wouldn't mind telling us about black dog syndrome and the black dog bias, if you wouldn't mind. Absolutely. So I've been in this since, um, I'm trying to think, 2011 or 2012, Dave, in rescue. I didn't want to believe there was a black dog bias or a syndrome. Um, there is. It's yep. pretty sad in 2023 that we have this connotation um, with dogs that any one of them would be treated differently than the next, but it's out there. So I think, um, like you said, with the article, where it stems is your typical big black dog that used to be super aggressive, right? Whether, again, it's the owners that make a dog aggressive, in my opinion, to a point, um, but um or another thing too with black dogs they're not as photogenic as the light colored dogs where you can make see their eyes and see their smiles and everything like that right so good point yeah it's definitely out there it's sad and i think there's a stat don't quote me on this but it's like something like 30 percent of dogs that are adopted are only black so 70 percent of the other colored dogs are all getting adopted with no issues whatsoever but majority of them that are left there being euthanized in the shelters are the black dogs 
and you really can't see their facial expressions as you indicated like when when they're photographed you know you can't tell if they're happy or their eyes you know because the black dog you know you just can't see all that finer detail you can on on the lighter colored exactly it's black dogs black eyes right so or darker eyes so which is the same thing you you can't see those expressions or anything to get them adopted which is hard and we now have two of them that are looking for homes that should have been adopted a lot sooner very good so if you wouldn't mind let's talk about the dogs that you have up for adoption Absolutely. So we have two black labs right now. And when I say black labs, they're probably as close to a rescue black lab that you'll be able to get to purebred. Um, One is Pia. So she's a year and a half pup. Um, She is from Mexico. So when she was found, shockingly, Dave, she was completely covered in mange. Absolutely no black fur at all. Um, With us, it literally only took eight weeks. And that's her today, um, like last week. So if you're um, on social media on 610 CKTV, you'll see the pictures of them or on our website, talesofthenorth.ca, um, Pia. And then Trudy's also another one. So again, Pia with her mange, her beautiful coat. Now we also have Trudy. Trudy's my foster. She'll, she'll be my fourth dog that's in the house right now as um, we speak. She's on the other side of the room though. Um, she's amazing. Like even her expression there, Dave, there's no reason with her paws crossed and her eyes looking like that, that she should be available for adoption. The only need that Trudy has um, is she needs a fence backyard. She gets nervous on leash because she was in a kill shelter since she was 12 weeks old. And they only took her out of the um, pen when it came time to clean the cage. So they never let her outside. And it was typically put a leash on her, drag her out. And now she has a fear of the leash that we're dealing with. And by fear, it's just she freezes and won't move on it. Yeah. So we're trying a new harness tied to the front and things like that to help her. Yeah. And so she was quite institutionalized. And she had a, a bare bones existence, really. Exactly. You. Very much so. The only thing that saved her down there was one of our volunteers is active in this kill shelter. And um, she was able to watch her and make sure she notified any of the Canadian rescue she deals with when it was her time to be put down. We pulled her within 24 hours of her date to um, be killed. Yeah. So um, if you could just in, in just under two minutes, uh, give a, a little definition of the kill shelter for those that don't know just kind of yeah i can probably do it in less than two minutes honestly it's exactly what it sounds like so it's it's our humane society except whereas our humane society won't euthanize they euthanize so i think it's something like within 72 hours of a dog coming in from an owner surrender they're injected and euthanized um and then when it comes to anything like strays they have 24 hours to be pulled and pulled would mean an adopter comes in and saves them or a rescue comes in and saves them um otherwise they're euthanized as well so people ask us that a lot why don't we help in canada it's because our laws are different in canada than in the states when it comes to dogs we have the adopters here and the fosters that will help the dogs internationally so why not when the humane societies won't euthanize in canada so they're doing their thing protecting their dogs and we can expand our horizons to help the ones internationally. And thank you for addressing that to our listeners. Absolutely. How many times have you heard uh, this being involved in rescue work? I'm sure you've heard it. People say this to you, why would you bring dogs from other countries into Canada when we have enough dogs here? I'm sure you've heard people say that. How do you address that? You hear it with people too, right? Which is unfortunate in 2023, Dave. So it's not shocking that we would hear it with dogs as well. 
You honestly address it as best as you can. I think with rescue, a big part of our initiatives are education to the general society as well. And um, you, you hit it head on. You just say, unfortunately, that's not the reality. You give them the facts like I just did regarding the humane societies being in place that are not fully kill um, and that there's a need and there's a want in Canada too to adopt these dogs internationally, right? We have the resources to do it in Canada, so why not help? And over there, like just Texas as a state alone, there's 3 million strays and literally out of those 3 million, I think it's something like 95% will be killed within the first week. Yeah, very sad, very sad. You wanted to talk about some of your uh, current initiatives? Absolutely. Um, so we have all do initiatives and events um, if we're going to take team up, yeah. but I'll start with initiatives, Dave. Um, so two things I think we're going to try for 2023 going into 2024 would be um, changing some of the laws or trying to get out there and have meetings with local politicians to enforce change. Um, in Texas specifically, there's a lot of change that they can do. They have subsidized programs that we don't where it offers them free neutering, free spaying, free vaccines, essentially free medical, and people still are acting on it. So just going down and meeting with the local politicians to see how we can help being in Canada and for some change in Texas is one, going to be one of our main goals this year with um, politicians and legislation. And then number two, like I said about the education piece, 25%, I believe, of dogs that are in shelters are purebreds. So it's sort of expanding that... Um, general notion that rescue dogs are all mutts right dave and i'm sure you've seen probably the gorgeous of gorgeous purebreds coming into rescues all the time so i think um just as a, a general idea as much as um when you go to a breeder you want to make sure it's a responsible breeder you also want to make sure it's a responsible rescue right and if you're patient with us we will find you a purebred dog because they're out there so another thing just to to expand on is they're out there and just getting that that population that may have not rescued a dog to rescue is one of our goals this year as well. That's excellent. We're going to take another short break. Then we're going to come back, continue the conversation with Kathy Bierman. Uh, if you haven't uh, joined us at the beginning of the program, Kathy's the founder and president of Tales of the North Dog Rescue. And they've got some exciting events coming up that uh, Kathy wants to tell you about. More dog talk right after this. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. Has your pet been a couch potato this winter and gained some winter weight? Do you want your pet to be able to run and play comfortably with friends this spring? The nutrition and fitness specialists at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center can help. With nutrition counseling and personalized exercise programs in their gym or pool, they can get your pet fit for spring and summer. Call now to book your appointment at the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca. 
Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. <laughs> Fluffy, you just wanted to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 6, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610, CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Kathy Bierman is with us from Tales of the North Dog Rescue, and there are some events that she's going to tell us about. Absolutely. I do just want to mention, um, before we go into that, Dave, if you don't mind briefly, Dave doesn't like to pat his back a lot um, when it comes to (laughs) um, what he does for the dog rescue community. So for everyone that doesn't know, Dave and his um, academy does donate $100, I guess we'll call it gift certificate, right? Dave, that goes towards the the beginner's training for all of our dogs that are adopted. He doesn't discriminate on any of them. It's every single dog that we've adopted. And he's done that prior to me being with Tales of the North. And he'll continue to do so, I think, with Reputable Rescues. So kudos to him and his team there. Um, It's definitely something that adds to the whole package, right, Dave, when we adopt a dog. So I did want to give a shout out with that. Um, with our events. So we, we had an event this weekend in Welland and we have one on April 29th. So, um, Pet Value Pendale, and that's at 210 Glendale Avenue in St. Catharines. We, um, will be doing an adoption event there. So just straight, um, our volunteers will be there with dogs. If we have some available, we typically do. Um, so they'll be on site for a a meet. A lot of people like to come to our events to have a pre-meet before applying to make sure that they do um, like that dog and they'd like to go through the administrative process with being approved with us. Um, And again, that's 11 to 2, April 29th, Pet Value Pendale um, at 210 Glendale Avenue. So we'll be there with our dogs again and um, just come out, say hi. We'll have merchandise for sale and meet our pups. Very exciting. Absolutely. And then I think um, we'll probably save the good news. I'm sure we'll be back on here before July, but we'll be having something with Dave and his academy as well. So stay tuned for that. Yes, we (laughs) will have an event at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy when uh, you'll have an opportunity to meet some dogs and and meet the team of Tales of the North Dog Rescue as we have a very fun event coming up. And we'll have you back on the program uh, a couple of times leading up to that particular uh, moment which I think will be very good absolutely and Spencer will be there barbecuing so everyone will get to see him too he likes to stay behind the scenes but he'll be there to barbecue (laughs) that's awesome so Kathy one more time can you give your contact information social media information to my dog talk listeners absolutely so our um, website is talesofthenorth.ca and tails is t-a-i-l-s like a dog's tail um, and then again, Instagram and Facebook. So either hashtag or at Tales of the North Dog Rescue Dave. There were some things on your wish list that you wanted to ask for. What does Tales of the North Dog Rescue need as far as the wish list? 
Absolutely. So we did have a wish list going um, a while ago, but the community support was amazing with it that we take it down when we don't need anything. It's pointless to have it up and need it year round. Right now, um, I would say our biggest two things are puppy food. We're not getting a lot of donated puppy food that has the higher fat for our dogs that are under a year coming through. There is like all life stages dog food, but we just like the puppy food because a lot of them are coming in skinnier than they should be, Dave, where they should have the extra fat and things like that. So I would say puppy food. And then our fosters in Texas need blankets and towels right now. Right now we have um, one puppy that likes to shred a lot of them. So she's going through quite a bit. And um, I know we get constant messages about um, towels and blankets. And sometimes we do um, ask them to go to a different rescue and give them ideas of who else may need them. But we are in need right now of them to send up to Texas and our fosters um, around the world. That's great. Talesofthenorth.ca. www.talesofthenorth.ca. Maybe some of our listeners can help get some of those things that you need on your wish list. Kathy, thanks for joining me. Have yourself a doggone great night. You as well, Dave. Thanks for having us. Bye-bye. Take care of yourself. Kathy Bierman, founder, president of Tales of the North Dog Rescue. Check out their website, Tales of the North. .ca, and you can see some of the dogs that they have up for adoption. And uh, always great having Kathy on the program. I do want to thank my producer, Greg Campagna, for always taking such great care of us. Thank you, Greg. And all dog talk shows are podcasted, archived. You can take a trip to the 610 CKTB website, and you can listen to past episodes of Dog Talk, 610 CKTB com and you can see and listen to the past episodes of Dog Talk. I wanted to mention over at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy that we've got the group obedience classes starting up in May. Brand new group starting in May. If you go to the website for the Dave McMahon Dog Academy, which is davemcmahon.ca, Dave M C m-a-h-o-n dot c-a click to group classes and you'll see the starting dates for the obedience classes starting up next month we also offer private lessons in-home training consultations and we do board and train programs as well where you send your dog to us for training and for anyone interested in becoming an obedience instructor a dog obedience instructor, or a professional dog trainer, email me directly through the davemcmahon.ca website, and I can explain it all to you. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Dog Talk, and I really hope that all of you have a doggone awesome night, and we look forward to talking to you and seeing you soon. Go out and have some fun with your dog. Take care, everyone. Thanks for joining me here on Dog Talk on 610 CKTV.